You are listening to the Memphis Match Podcast. Hosted by your favorite siblings, Jason Biggs and Sarah Biggs. Here's how it works. Each week, you'll hear from singles in the Memphis area. And then if you're interested, you'll have the opportunity to connect with them. Keep listening. Who knows? It just might be your Memphis Match. All right, it's episode two, the day after the love day. And if you had a lonely love day, Ah! you're in the right place (laughs) because we have uh, two lovely people here today, Alex and Kelsey. We're going to get to know them. And if you want to reach out to them, you hear something you like, um, that's the point of the podcast. So let's, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Alex... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you like to do? Give us a 30-second little uh, teaser. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Tease so, us. Tease, <laughs> tease me. <laughs> so uh, I'm from Memphis, grew up here. Uh, you know, like most people, I tried to leave, and then I got pulled right back. I um, get I was, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was gone a little bit for college and then came back. Um, I'm 27. I uh, work in commercial real estate. Uh, I work for a small private equity group, and we do industrial real estate kind of around the southeast, and I specifically focus in Memphis. Cool. Kelsey? Yeah, uh, my name is Kelsey Rivers. I am 25. I am from Arkansas, moved to Memphis about four years ago. Um, I work as a civil engineer. Um, Yeah, Memphis is great. I'm loving it so far. Where are you from in Arkansas? (laughs) I'm from central Arkansas, so like a suburb right outside of Little Rock. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. We went to school, University of Arkansas. So yeah, Woopig Suey. Hey, yeah, I can say Woopig Suey, even though yeah. I went to Arkansas State, so we are the Red Wolves, but ah. we're not really that relevant. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all are the big deal. Little Rock is a totally so. underrated town. I think it's super yeah. cool. Yeah, it's, it's got, uh, Arkansas has a lot more to offer than people give it credit okay. for. Okay. For sure. Honestly, like, that is a talking point right there, because mm-hmm. West Memphis, Arkansas, people are like, bleh, why would you mm-hmm. ever get it? But when you get into, there's a reason that Arkansas is the natural state. Mm-hmm. It's because it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Okay, in Northwest Arkansas, the Ozarks. I mean, I just get really defensive about Arkansas. So, yeah, I'm glad you feel passionately yeah. about this because I do too. So, West yeah. Memphis isn't necessarily the, the best yeah. that Arkansas has yeah. to offer. And people from no Memphis, <laughs> all they know is West Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so, I just want to say there's more to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get on the other side of Little Rock for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Little Rock, I've got another ah! here that says. <laughs> Alex, you're a rock climber. I how, am. How did you get into that? How often do you go? What do you like about it? Uh, so rock climbing has been kind of a hobby through the years. Uh, initially, it started when I was in high school, and there wasn't a gym in Memphis. And so some friends and I would go downtown to this place called Bridges, where you would like pay 10 bucks. Oh, and yeah. Would, yeah, so this is like before we were 18. And so we would go in, and we would have to have someone sign a waiver. And so we'd like get the waiver. We'd walk back outside up to the parking lot and sign it for ourselves. Oh, that's kind of dishonest. Down, Are you going to let the that people know parents. that? Well, it's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to like two weeks drop ago. us off. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's how I initially got into it. Um, and then since then, I climbed a little bit when I was in college in Chattanooga. And now I go a lot. That's such a Chattanooga thing, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play Ultimate Frisbee too? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, where do you rock climb? Either High Point or Memphis Rocks. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you ever been like free climbing on a mountain? 
define that. <laughs> no, no ropes. Wait, what? No hammers. That's scary. Um, Wait, don't you? Wouldn't you need hammers if it was on a mountain? If you're free climbing, no. So I've been it's like free. outside uh-huh. with with ropes yeah. and like pads and everything, but my only experience without ropes on like something you shouldn't be on ropes on was in Colorado and I almost fell off. And so, so. you're like, not for me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't for me. Yeah, okay. I just didn't know if you were like aspiring. No, not, to... not even a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I've been in Memphis Rocks like once and it seemed like there was a community there. Are you friends with the people there? Or like, is that how often you frequent? Yeah, I'm probably there like three to four times a week. Okay. And so I've gotten to know, you know, some of the staff and other climbers and it's still a fairly small community in mm-hmm. Memphis. I mean, Memphis is a small community in general, mm-hmm. but the climbing community specifically is a little smaller. And so it's fun to see people that are there sort of around the same times and you just get to know them. Um, climbing a lot of times, or at least bouldering, is a mm-hmm. lot of just kind of like hanging out and working on projects. And so there's a lot of downtime in between climbs. You can get to know someone. Working on projects. Yeah. So I think of climbing as like, a puzzle for your whole body. What? It's my analogy. That, that's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you think of climbing, you're like trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B and there's yeah. like several different moves you have to make. And so sometimes you have to like twist your body in weird ways or like stretch a weird way. And so you're trying to figure out the most efficient path to get there. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, it's like a puzzle. Well, Kelsey, as an engineer, you're nodding your head like, I get it. Puzzles. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that a little bit. <laughs> okay. Tell me more about the work that you do. Yeah. So I work for a regional company. Um, so we do a lot of work in the Memphis region mm-hmm. and in Mississippi and in surrounding states. Um, and I work in land development. And so we are doing commercial industrial developments, working with contractors, working with architects on numerous different types of projects and mm-hmm. doing all the stuff really that you don't see, like what goes underground, the grading, drainage, utilities, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's what we take care of. So, wow. So I assume you probably always wanted to be an engineer, but did you always want to do that specifically? I actually. Initially, when I was thinking about going to college, I was really interested in architecture. Um, And then I actually started my freshman year as a mechanical engineer. I had a lot of interest in that, um, really from like watching like Mythbusters growing up and being involved in like engineering classes in high school um, and just wanting to know how stuff worked. Um, And then after my first year of undergrad, I switched to civil. So, yeah, that's really cool. Mm hmm. And you're currently studying for the professional engineer exam. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah. So whenever you can, like whenever you graduate, you can take an exam um, to start as an engineering intern. So mm-hmm. that's your official title. Mm-hmm. And then you work for four years under other professional engineers. And mm-hmm. then you can take an exam to get licensed. And so basically have to do an eight hour exam over everything I learned in college. And so (gasps) (laughs) it's in October. I'm starting to study now. And um, yeah, I really hope I can pass it the first time because I'm not trying to do that more than once. So yeah, so that's kind of like big milestone career stuff happening right now. But yeah, so hopefully it goes well. very, (laughs) very impressive. Thanks. (laughs) So Alex, one thing I like about you is I always see you in the most random places around town. Just I hadn't seen you in months and then I see you with some bookstore or whatever, where I recently saw you was at the Memphis Chess Club. Tell me about that. I understand you go there a lot. Why did you start going there? What's the, what's the fascination? Yeah. Uh, 
So I live uh, like across the street from the chess club. Wait. Oh, I didn't realize that. You live downtown? Yeah. Yeah. I live in the, uh, there's uh, the Commonwealth building is like right across. There's a bunch of other businesses in there too. Oh yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so that opened up about the same week that I moved in. And so I started going there and then like there was this kind of like cool community that formed around it of people that would go and play chess. And it was like very eclectic. And I really didn't know anything about chess. I'd played a couple times. And then like the next week, the Queen's Gambit came out on Netflix. Oh. And so everyone was just like all excited about it. So and then it was, the floodgates opened yeah. up for all the chess players <laughs> yeah. or wannabe chess players. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And it's just one of those places that's like big enough to still have a few people in it, even though there's a bunch of restrictions right now from COVID. Um, so it, it makes it a pretty easy spot. Cause it's like a coffee shop too in a restaurant. Right. Yeah. But with really good pizza. They have great pizza. Have you been to the chess club? No, but I've heard a lot about okay. it. It sounds really okay. interesting. So yeah. there's, there's downstairs is a chess tournament room. Have you seen this? I've seen it. I've never like been in it. Okay. So like if you're, if you were rating yourself from amateur to expert level chess player, where would you rate yourself? What's below amateur? Ah, uh, that's so funny. I'm sure you picked up things. I mean, you're, how many- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I think Jay, I think we played a game when you were down there, right? Yeah. So I, I think what I would want to know is uh, next time you're in a tournament, you need to let me know because I've always wondered if chess players, it's kind of like horse racing where you can bet on the guys that are playing it <laughs> like oh yeah vladimir he usually takes this usually takes this tournament and so if you ever become okay one of those guys, wait you did he know. just give you a russian okay because that's so that's so queen's gambit yeah the russians are they can play they yeah. can play but yeah i think did you I, see the queen's gambit yes i did binge watch that one. yeah very you good. get sucked into it <laughs> and then you're like wait do i need to play this game mm-hmm, for sure yeah that's a good one what else have uh, you guys binge watched recently Okay, I'll let you go first, Kelsey. Oh man, I do love rewatching shows. Um, so I'm rewatching New Girl right now mm-hmm. for like the third time. I would mm-hmm. be rewatching The Office, but sadly it is passed away yeah. from that Netflix, is which is the saddest thing. I know. That has ever no, you just have to get Peacock. I I just it's well, the principle of the yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then Parks and Rec isn't on Netflix anymore. I know either. it's also on Peacock. Uh, Taking away everything good. All the good comedy is yeah. yeah. Comedy is dead, everyone. <laughs> okay, so what I recently started watching on Netflix is Cobra Kai. Mm. Have you heard of it? Have yes. you watched it? I've watched one and a half seasons of it. Okay, so What's Karate Kid. Okay, yeah. Karate Kid. The two main like the bat, the mean boy, and then the guy, they grow up. And one is like this washed up. What are the names of the characters? <laughs> They're like, and he reopens Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, the blonde guy that's Cobra, like Cobra Kai, that's mean dojo, to Daniel right? son. Yes. So are yes. they the original characters? Yes. From the yes. They're the actors, real, same the actors. real actors. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the guy who plays Daniel son, he is now a, car salesman and then the mean guy is like turned into this kind of deadbeat father but he's trying to get his life together and he opens so how old are these guys because this movie came out in what the 80s and they're probably in their 40s and it's so funny and they just like it oh you you have to give it three episodes does mr miyagi make an appearance okay there's flashbacks here's what's cool there's karate kid flashbacks like <laughs> and you you know you go back to daniel son with mr miyagi or you go back to 
cannot remember the other guy's name with um, his Cobra Kai, like the mean instructor. And it's very funny. And so what's happening now in this, I'm only in season one is he's taking these kind of bullied kids. The mean guy who's grown up is taking these bullied kids and he's trying to like, just toughen them up and he's really politically incorrect. And he's just like, it's just so funny. And he's like, you're doing pushups like a girl. And then the guy's like, actually it's inappropriate for you to genderize me. And like, it's just, it's just very funny. You're going to have to give it a shot. So Alex, have you seen this? I have not. Okay. Yeah. I Unfortunately, neither it. have I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Alex, have heard, I have heard good things <laughs> though. And now what, that I have the plot, you just sold what, it. So what are you binge watching on Netflix? Okay. So I just finished this show called flight attendant. Oh. It's, it's on HBO. Okay. Um, so the premise is, is, there's this flight attendant that she's kind of living this like happy-go-lucky lifestyle where she's just uh, traveling around the world, partying all the time, like living very luxuriously. And then she gets wrapped up in this like uh, crazy murder financial mystery. And so Mm -hmm. like the whole thing is her just kind of like unraveling herself Mm -hmm. and having to solve it. So when you guys watch shows, there are certain shows that I've watched that I just become undone like emotionally. <laughs> and so so my question is, so when I I'll just tell the story. When I went to Downton Abbey, mm. I didn't sleep for like a week after that just because I <laughs> was so wrapped up. Well, uh, I don't I could give it away. I mean, it's been a while. You're yeah. basically Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Matthew dies, I was I was torn oh, up. Oh, yeah. You know? He and just so, he just gave it away. So, when you guys <laughs> I did. Sorry, guys, but it's been out for 10 years, so If you uh, haven't watched it, that's when you probably not. You're probably not going to watch it. And, yeah, The Crown is that way. The Crown is that way. So, are there those? Do you guys get into shows like that where you're just like emotionally invested? You like you can't sleep because you're mm. like, oh my gosh, what's yes. going to happen to you yes. know Mary or what's going to happen to one hundred percent? What's okay. going to happen okay. to Sister yeah. Mary? Yeah, it Sister has happened. Mary. <laughs> um, what's so, that show it, for you, Alex? Peaky Blinders was that way for me. I love Tiki Blinders. Yeah. Tiki Blinders. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just like the story of this kind of like old school gangster family that was trying to figure out how to become legitimate, but he couldn't stop being dirty. And so it was a super interesting story for me. It made you want to start a gang, didn't it? Uh, yeah. I wanted right. to move to England <laughs> and wear a cool hat and like bet on horse races. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Kelsey? So this is kind of a niche thing, but I grew up reading Series of Unfortunate Events books mm-hmm. and they yes. came out with the series, a TV series that went through every book. So the last time I can remember like staying up till 3 a.m., got to finish this show, even though I knew the whole plot line, I was like, I need to follow, like follow through Mm -hmm. with this right now. So, so do you read a lot? You said you read those books growing up. Is that something that you continue to do? Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of got out of the habit a little bit in college because I was just like, I just want to get a degree and I get mean, out of here. I mean, she was an engineering major. I'm going to cut you like, some slack on I've that I've got to learn math. Yeah. i got a yeah. lot to do. It's like, I'm doing my best yeah. here. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to pick it up a little more actively mm-hmm. lately. So mm-hmm. yeah. So top couple books of all time. Give us uh, give all us time. Whoa, that's Ooh. a big <laughs> question. You can, you can lighten it up. Okay. What did, so what did you read in 2020? Okay, so for some of the comfort books, I read a lot of Anne of Green Gables. Love it. And a lot of the Madeline L'Engle Wrinkle in Time series. Yeah. So children's literature was just very comforting to me at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also read um, The Second Mountain, which is a really great book. Um, like more, it's a 
nonfiction book. Um, I've read a lot of Anne Voskamp. Um, mm -hmm. I'm rereading. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the book. That's okay. But I am reading also The Goldfinch right now, which mm -hmm. is fiction, and it's just very enrapturing. It's about Who wrote this. That book? Um, Donna about that. Tart. Okay. It's not like super recent or anything, um, but it's like just such a captivating story about this young boy who his mother dies in an accident, and it's just like about his life story. So anyway, it's very very well written. And yeah. Yeah. So Alex, do you do you know how to read? <laughs> I mean, barely. <laughs> but no, I, I read. I read a good bit. Um, I feel like I read a lot of like, I guess denser stuff for like. Uh, I'm in a class right now, and so I'm like reading a lot of stuff for that. But then for fun, I was been reading um, Stephen King's book on writing, and so that's been really fun. Like on how to write. Yeah, because he's cranked out like sixty books. Yeah, he writes like six books a year or something. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah, he just has like a book that's kind of stories of his life and his childhood and like how he got into writing and I guess he draws out some life lessons. Okay, I've got a question for you, Alex. You fly fish, and that's super interesting to me because we kind of grew up fishing a little bit, but fly fishing is more difficult, okay? So I want to talk to you about how? <laughs> uh, let's go over the mechanics of the cast. <laughs> How did you get into it? What do you love about it? Yes, it is more difficult. Tell me, tell me the things about fly fishing. Yeah, so like you, I grew up just normal fishing with my dad. Uh, and then when I, so I lived in Colorado for a year and there was like a river that ran right through where I was at. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I learned how to fish there and had some friends that were into it and then have kind of kept it up. Uh, for me, it's a little more active than mm -hmm. just normal yeah. fishing and sitting by the bank. Uh, it requires a little more effort and skill, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of like you have to go and, and figure out the area. It takes a lot more, um, uh, I guess, attention to detail than so what's going on. from Memphis, there are probably certain rivers you want to go to. Well, we brought up Arkansas earlier, and the yeah. closest one is Little Red, I fished which that is one. right yep. near Heber Springs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, you would go over there, and would you camp? Because that's not, you wouldn't just I have drive before. up and drive back. That's a lot of driving. Yeah, it's like a three-hour drive. Yeah. Typically, I would go like really early in the morning and then come back the same day. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've camped there before. Awesome, awesome. I love it. Okay, well, I just thought it was really interesting that you fly fish. And, okay, so you and do. Very classy, by the way. Yeah. Well, classy. I'm trying to pick wear, up hobbies that um, will be like just great when I'm an old man. When you're old, like, yes. Because you don't want to hit 60 yes. and be like, I can't do any yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Yes. This is why we, we take up pickleball. It's <laughs> for when we get older. Um, okay. So you did you mention that you do real estate? I believe I think I at said the beginning, so. right? Okay. So how did you get into that? What about that interests you? Well, Sarah, you might not know this, but I believe that the first day we met was my first day in real estate. Uh, well, I'm. You're welcome for having such an impact. <laughs> so okay, so I mind. was uh, I was about to start downline. This is like right. five six years ago. Yeah. Um, and I'd done some work in sales, and I needed a job, and um, I'd met a guy, uh, Spencer, that he was uh, he was like starting a company, and he was like looking for people, and so I went to interview, and he hired me like on the spot, and I believe as I was like walking in the door, you were walking out of the door at mm -hmm. the at the Crestcore building. Yeah, because okay, so. I used to be a social worker and I used to, our offices were located in that building. That is so interesting. Yeah. I think your comment to me was something like, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that. 
Okay, well, I'm glad it's worked out for you. So, Kelsey, you mentioned you moved here after college. When you think about the things that you like to do in Memphis, what are some of the fav- some of your favorite things that you know that you do either in the week or in the weekend, whenever you have time? Or um, yeah, what are some of the top you know your top two or three things that you like to do? Yeah, so I grew up in a suburb, which was great for a lot of reasons, but I really love learning about kind of like the history of the city and how it's changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just like the different neighborhoods and the characteristics of them and being able to like put those puzzle pieces together in a sense um, and just learn more about the people, especially the people that have lived here for a long time and talk about like, oh, I remember when Overton Square was not the way that it is now. And like, I remember these certain things. And so um, that's really interesting to me. Um, and I just feel like the people anywhere that I've lived, the people that I meet and connections and community that I build is what really makes it, you know, home and makes it worthwhile. So yeah, it's great. I feel like a lot of people that move here from other cities say what makes it is the people, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I love that. I, I just think that Memphis is a very unique city in that way. Okay. I want to move on to our next segment and this is called what your best friend says about you. Okay. So your best friends submitted a couple of tidbits about you. Um, Jason, do you want to read what Kelsey's best I will, friend I will. said about so, her? So you guys don't know what your friends have said, right? No. So we're going to get the raw. <laughs> Just Yikes. kidding. You call this person a friend? Uh, <laughs> all right. So Kelsey, your friend said this. Kelsey is the best line dancer I know. She can learn any dance in about two seconds and then teach the entire dance floor how to do it. Kelsey is passionate about whatever she loves, whether it's her beautiful artwork, her study of God's word, or loving on her friends and family. She's all in, 100%. I love that. That's really sweet. And we didn't even (laughs) talk about your artwork. What kind of art do you do? Um, so I've always loved drawing and Mm -hmm. I did a lot of painting in sorority for banners and like Mm -hmm. a billion hours spent. Um, so really I just love to do things like for friends and family, just Mm -hmm. like for their house. And, Mm -hmm. um, I've done a lot of like Memphis paintings just cause that's really popular. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I have like a little art Instagram page, but it's Ah. like super amateur. Like it's pretty much just like to keep a record of the things that I've made for people. Um, because I just don't have that much energy to like be in a side hustle like yeah. full time. Um, so well, yeah. you're a busy woman. But if yeah. someone wanted to buy art from you, how would they do it? Um, Great question. Yeah, I mean, DM me for some <laughs> custom artwork. <laughs> um, there's a few things for sale, but um, interesting. I'm use, pretty use, flexible. You can with use the code pricing. Memphis Match to get 10 percent right. off. Right? Yeah, yes. That's awesome. Yes. If you order now, you can get <laughs> two for one. Yeah. <laughs> So, Alex, all right, here's what your friend said about you. and This is so funny. I know. And I was embarrassed saying this, but starts off, manly climbing bod, always a nifty haircut, quite the poet, which is interesting. And then he went on to say And then he said, ones. okay, here are the actual ones. Always a friend that will tell you the truth and hear the truth from you. If you need him, he'll be there. He's a deep thinker that will dig into the hard stuff, but doesn't take himself too seriously and can have fun. You can meet him over coffee or at the bar. He's always looking for new ways to grow and challenge himself. He's got an unbelie- unbelievably big heart and cares deeply for and about people. So Alex, sweet. what sticks out to you in that? I mean, do you think that's true? 
<laughs> Obviously, it is. It, or okay, your friend wouldn't have you said that. Alex, right now, he's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> so he does think it's true, and it is true. Yeah. I was expecting he's any like, range of things. He's from my like, friend, so I don't know what they're going to say. <laughs> I definitely have a manly climbing bot. So yeah. That one stuck out to me. Yeah. Yeah. That one stuck uh, out to me. Yeah. I mean, I would say that that general in general those are true. Tell me about I your to, poetry. Oh, gosh. Uh, You can't find it anywhere. Um, I more just enjoy reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I respect that. Yeah, since I learned how to read recently. (laughs) And And I'm glad uh, you did. Yeah, um, I enjoy uh, stories and poems to that degree, too, um, and good artwork. uh, Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate all that stuff. And I think poetry at times is... Um, can try to take something really complex and just like say something really true about it, and that's what I like. Oh. Do you have a specific poet you like? I mean, Tennyson, Kipling, or some of the American guys? Or well, my <laughs> Wendell Berry is my favorite living poet. Really? Yeah, I don't know anything about him. I like his name. Uh, so he's like this, name. He's this kind of old school guy that like lives in a small town in rural Kentucky, and he writes everything by typewriter and by natural light, and he writes uh, essays and uh, stories and poems, and his sort of focus is on small-town living and farming and uh, just kind of like an older, slower way of life. Um, I love that. Thanks, Alex. Um, and, okay, so today is the day after Valentine's Day. So what I want to know is, what is your perfect Valentine's Day gift? And I'll say this, Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day is a very important yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And let's ask to give and to receive. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good distinction. Yeah, um, I think to receive probably just half off chocolates yes. <laughs> the day after Valentine's Day. I will not turn down a deal. Um, that is romantic to me. <laughs> deal. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you are frugal in that. that <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, I, res- I respect that. I'm not mad about that. Um, but no, for real, I think just anything with thought put into it is really thought and time put into it. Um, and to give, I mean... I love crafting things, so probably Aww. just a craft of some kind to somebody. So I don't know, <laughs> or uh, some cookies, like yes. a, some sweets, like like come they on, made just, the cookies. Yeah, like homemade. Yeah, <sighs> that would be so nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, Alex, to give and to receive. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel no, like okay. I've never given anyone a Valentine's yeah. I didn't know you were supposed to give gifts on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it's a new thing. <laughs> I just started it. <laughs> um, I think I'm just much more of like a, a quality time guy than, yeah. than yeah. gifts. And so I think that like, I don't know, the best memories I have from Valentine's Day is we're like... Are you writing your, your SO uh, a sonnet? A s- sonnet? I guess I could, but I don't think it would be very good. <laughs> you should. <laughs> And that rhyme. <laughs> I think I think she'd love it. Beauty's in the eye of the uh, beholder. So, you write something good, she's gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think probably like the best thing for Valentine's Day is uh, I don't know a time with someone that you really enjoy. Because mm-hmm. I think that holidays are kind of just like reminding you to slow down. And as much as I am like the big romantic that wants to do crazy things, like I think just like the simple things that I've done on those times are probably the most memorable. Oh, that's really sweet. Sarah's crying over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's a question we often ask. Our last question, we typically ask this on Memphis Match. And the reason we ask it, well, let me ask the question, then I'll tell you the reason we ask it. So the question is, describe your perfect Memphis day. 
And the reason we ask that is because some people are into different things and some people uh, relax in different ways. So describe your perfect Memphis day. Um, and, you know, if someone were dating you, you know, what would you, what would you guys do together? On your perfect Memphis. This isn't anyone else's. This is yours, Alex. So Okay, yeah. I feel like you were looking directly at me when you asked that. I so. was. Big eye um, contact guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for me, it would start early. Uh, I think that probably a lot of people would want to sleep in, but I would just like want to get going. Um, I'd probably wake up early and, um, I don't know, read whatever I'm reading at the time. And then I'd like adventure, so I'd want to go probably climbing. Uh, and then maybe like for a run, like a trail run or mountain biking or something. And in the afternoon, like uh, probably just something really chill, like hang out at a coffee shop and then maybe go to like a brewery and hear some live music at night and hang out with friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Kelsey? Yeah, I'm trying to think COVID times, pre-COVID times, all that. Uh, um, you know, COVID, just COVID a mix. Exist. Okay, yeah. okay. So we're probably, <laughs> this would be like late summer, early fall. So like that specific, like good weather. Um, probably like sleeping a little bit, like wake up 8.30 or 9. Um, and maybe do like get, just get my coffee and then maybe go do a workout. Um, I'd probably, I, my roommates and I cook brunch a lot on Saturdays. So probably just like biscuits, bacon, eggs, yes. like chocolate gravy, the whole thing. Okay. If you don't know what chocolate gravy is, you just need to look it up. Um, so I'd probably do that and then just have like a slow rest of the morning, um, go to a coffee shop and take like a bunch of books or like a sketchbook or my computer. Um, hang out for a little bit and then like meet a friend like after. So like have some alone time, yeah. have some friend time. Yeah. Um, and then probably, man, no COVID. I would love to go line dancing again yes. <laughs> or go to Rayford's or like do something fun with like a big group of people. I think that would be the perfect Aww. end to I the day. I love it. So. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay, it was so good just getting to learn a few more things about you guys. If someone wanted to learn more about you, how could they do that? Or if someone wanted to contact you, mm. how would they contact you? Well, Instagram is probably the best way. Yeah. Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I believe they're private right now, but I'll make sure they're public for this episode. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll promote yeah. it. I'll yeah. promote the show. Yeah. But I will... <laughs> I'll make my Instagram public for like That's two days. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about you, Kelsey? Um, Yeah, Instagram DMs are fine. Mm -hmm. Maybe just don't be just like, hi. Like maybe say something <laughs> yeah. and I'll be like, like okay. A handwritten that, letter, that, that. that'd be even better. <laughs> I mean, oh, I wouldn't be yes. mad about that. Yeah, that's personal touch but yeah <laughs> and so y'all's um instagram handles will be in the... i'm gonna tag them okay great all right okay i love it great <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show it really was such a treat to get to know you guys and here's to your future memphis matches <laughs> <laughs>